0: For our next example, we just want to find the critical points, right, which is the the real work of the Lagrange multiplier method. So we're going to find the critical points of this function, x minus 1 squared plus y minus 2 squared plus z minus 3 squared, subject to the constraint that x squared plus y squared plus z squared has to equal 1. So again, we'll take our constraint. All right, and get everything on one side of the equation so that we get zero on the other side of the equation. All right? and then we'll construct our new function, which will be a function of x, y, z and lambda. All right, and it's going to be what? Our original function, so that's x minus 1 squared plus y minus 2 squared plus z minus 3 square okay plus lambda times x square plus y square plus z square minus 1 so we've got a lot going on here alright now I'm not going to multiply these out but I am going to multiply this out so I'll get L is equal to x minus 1 square plus y minus 2 square plus z minus 3 square plus x square lambda plus y square lambda plus z square lambda minus lambda. Alright? Okay, and now we'll find our partial derivatives, right? To find critical points, we want to find what? The partial derivatives, set them equal to zero, and then solve the resulting equations. So the partial with respect to x, okay? what? This is a little chain rule, or a little generalized power rule, right? So it's 2, the exponent, times x minus 1. Right, the inside function, to one less times the derivative of the inside. That's why I put that one there, just to remind you. All right, there's no x's here. So this term is essentially a constant with respect to x. So the derivative is zero. Same thing here. All right, but here we have some x's. So the derivative is what? Good. 2x lambda. Okay, the derivative with respect to x is 0, the derivative with respect to x is 0, and one more 0. All right, so that wasn't so bad. So what's the partial with respect to y? Well, it's 0, right? And then what? Good. 2 times y minus 2 to the first. And I'll put that little 1 in again, just to remind you what. Where'd that 1 come from? Good. It's the derivative of y minus 2, right, with respect to y is just 1. Okay? And then what? And then the derivative here is 0, 0. And here the derivative with respect to y is what? 2y lambda. And then 0 and 0. All right, Um, I think I'll just write the partial with respect to z over here, all right? So the partial with respect to z is what? 0, 0, 2 times z minus 3 to the first times the derivative of z minus 3 is 1. All right, and then 0, 0, plus 2z, right? 2z, two, two I'm sorry, there's a lambda here. All right, we lost the little lambda, okay? So 2z lambda, okay? All right, and then the partial with respect to lambda. Okay, is what? Well, none of these guys have lambdas, right? So we're just looking at what? x squared plus y squared plus z squared minus one. All right? So these are our four partial derivatives, and now what do we do? Well, if we're looking for critical points, right we have to set all of them equal to zero and now we have to solve this set of equations alright and again the the real work of the Lagrange multiplier method is to solve these equations right so far I hope everybody is is okay um, as far as right getting the constraint equal zero that's easy just shove everything on one side of the equation. And then this is easy, right? Just add the Lagrange multiplier lambda times the constraint. Okay? Then finding the partial derivatives. I hope you're pretty solid on doing that. Right? And then setting all the partial derivatives equal to zero. Right? You just have to remember to do that. But now Right now, we've got some work ahead of us. What we have to do is solve these four equations. Right? And again, I'll show you a technique. This technique is a little bit different from the previous technique. Right? What we're going to do now is notice that this equation, right, has X's but no Y's and no Z's. So we're going to try to solve this equation for X, this equation for Y, this equation for z, right? So this will be what? x in terms of lambda, y in terms of lambda, and z in terms of lambda, right? And then if we substitute into this fourth equation, we should have only lambdas, which we can then solve for lambda, and then go back and find x, y, and z. So that's that's gonna be the strategy. All right, so let's look at um, the first the first equation that we're gonna actually try to work on the partial with respect to X is what it's 2 times X minus 1 plus 2 X lambda equals 0 alright we can certainly divide by 2 right so that we'll just get what X minus 1 plus X lambda equals 0. So that we'll get what? X plus X lambda equals 1. Or X times 1 plus lambda equals 1. Or X equals 1 over 1 plus lambda, right? So that's a useful relationship, right? X is equal to 1 over 1 plus lambda. Okay, let's try to do the same thing with our second equation, which is what? The partial of of L with respect to Y will be what? Two times, right? I'm just copying it now. 2 times y minus 2 plus 2y lambda equals 0, all right? And we're going to try the same same technique. We'll divide by 2, right? If we divide by 2, 0 divided by 2 is still 0. So we'll get y minus 2 plus 2, oops, that 2 is divided out, all Right? plus y lambda equals 0. So y plus y lambda, right, will equal 2, okay? So y times 1 plus lambda will equal 2, All right? And y will equal 2 over 1 plus lambda, okay? So that's going to be a useful result. All right, and then our third partial derivative was the partial of L with respect to z, okay? So that was what? 2 times z minus 3 plus 2 times z lambda equals 0. All right, again, if I divide out the 2, I'll get z minus 3 plus z lambda equals 0, or z plus z lambda equals 3, or z times 1 plus lambda equals 3, or z equals 3 over 1 plus lambda. All right, so now we have three expressions, right, for x, y, and z in terms of lambda. If we now take our fourth equation, which was what? The partial of L with respect to lambda, that was what? x squared plus y squared plus z squared equals zero. Okay, I'm sorry, there was a minus... 1 there, so if we, if we make it x squared plus y squared plus z squared equals 1, right, then x squared is what? x is what? 1 over 1 plus lambda squared, okay, plus y was what? 2 over 1 plus lambda squared. Okay, and z was what? 3 over 1 plus lambda squared. Okay, and that has to equal 1. All right, so we get what? 1 squared is 1 over 1 plus lambda squared. Plus what? 2 squared is 4 over 1 plus lambda squared plus 3 squared is 9, over 1 plus lambda squared, right, is equal to 1. So we get what? Well, they all have the same denominator, 1 plus lambda squared, okay, so we get what? 13, nope, 14, right? 1 plus 4 is 5, and 9 is 14 over 1 plus lambda squared is equal to 1, right? Which, of course, means that 1 plus lambda squared is equal to 14, okay? Or 1 plus lambda, right? Well, I don't need the parentheses anymore, right? 1 plus lambda is equal to what? Plus the square root of 14, or? Minus the square root of 14. Alright. Alright, we're almost done. Because what? If, let's look at 1 plus lambda equals positive square root of 14. Well, x is what? 1 over 1 plus lambda. Alright. So x will be what? 1 over 1 plus lambda equals what? 1 over the square root of 14. Y will equal what? 2 over 1 plus lambda, so that'll be 2 over the square root of 14, and z, right, is 3 over 1 plus lambda, is 3 over the square root of 14, right? And then if 1 plus lambda is negative the square root of 14, right, then x will be negative 1 over the square root of 14, y will be negative 2 over the square root of 14, and z will be 3, negative 3 over the square root of 14. Okay? And we have solved the system of equations. So this was a slightly different technique. All right, so again, it's a useful technique and uh, which technique you use, sometimes you can use more than one technique. Sometimes you really sort of have to, I mean, sometimes if you try it one way, it sort of doesn't go anywhere and then you sort of have to back out and start over and try a different technique. So it's really the algebra that is going to be the the sort of the uh, stumbling block in solving um, constrained optimization problems using um, the method of Lagrange multipliers. All right, we're going to try one more where we expand the number of constraints, right, and we're going to have two constraints. and We'll see what to do with that.